Welcome in ESPN 1000 in the old National Bank studio. I'm Xander. He's Brian Hanley. I understand. I talked to Jake Cantu before the show. He has two sets of fireworks ready in case we have a false <laughs> ending to the show. Okay. What, so what a okay. bizarre. That was a, a bizarre. I mean, a bizarre. Well, it was a, a usual start to the game, even though you had Joe Kelly. Uh, Nah, that, that, uh, let's uh, let's call that what what it is. We were talking yesterday. It's like Davis Martin is starting, and then yeah. to get home, it's like Joe Kelly starting. Well, why what would you it? do that? Well, it's a, uh, Miguel said to change it up. You just got to change. Yeah, it well, up. okay. Well, uh, thankfully it worked because it didn't look like it was working. No, boy, I'll uh, tell you, he is either on or he is so off, and no he's been more them. off than on. Yeah, there's no. Uh, he's a little no tweener. Right. No tweener yeah. there. No. What a game, but, you know, you saw the good Sox, the bad Sox. You saw some home runs again, which is becoming a trend. A hey, you slow down. You know, I, I was hoping you wouldn't say that out loud. Well, you just, might jinx it. I yeah. know. I know. But you're right. You're right. It seems like a trend. What are they doing different? Um, are they? Are, did they all decide not to listen to Frank Medicino now? Did they all say <laughs> in, in that meeting, were they all just ripping him? I don't know. Well, they, it doesn't they matter. The, Home runs matter. The, they read the one line from Sully's column last week where he said that the entire team slugging uh, uh, slugging percentage is exactly what Frank had for his career. And, <laughs> that was, was really funny and and so uh, you know horribly ironic. I'm right. I mean, you, you couldn't make this up. <laughs> no, right? no. Like take on the personality of your manager, slugging percentage of your batting. <laughs> Right, right. Now, again, that would be great if, you know, your 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 hitting coach was Rod Carew or somebody. And I've heard I, and I have Rod Carew on the brain because uh, a rise for the twins. Boy, is that a, that mm. dude is hard to get out. But yesterday uh, it was a Liam Hendricks toward the end of the game. Got him to pop up, I believe. That was nice. Yeah, look, and. You know, they, they, I don't know if they, you know, had the good intention of, of brawling there, but I mean. I, you know who I, led them out, right? Did you see how they yeah. replayed that? You know who was the uh, leader in that? Lance Lynn. Yeah, he was. He was you saw Lance was barking, and, and then he yeah. put one leg over, and then everybody followed. For me, you know what? When I was younger, it's like, yeah, come on, you know, testosterone. Now it's like, oh, stop, stop. <laughs> people looking at people the wrong way. Look. Uh, Vaughn got hit. He has every reason to shake his head in disbelief. Why does that start the pitcher yapping at him? Yeah, well, I, I think uh, uh, Vaughn first say, I'm getting tired of this or something. Or, you oh, know, he said he, that out loud. Okay, well, yeah. and, and obviously we don't have on-field audio. Right. We have the um, post game of the... He's, he talks about a little bit of it. Oh, okay, okay. Well, you know, it, it, in the moment, watching the game... You know, even if he said, I'm tired of this, and shaking his head, why is that cause for the pitcher to get so defensive and so, you know, hurt? Well, I mean, you know, it's a big series for the Twins, too, now. Yeah, I know. Right? I know. I mean, they, uh, and they are, they are losing ground to the uh, Guardians, for yeah, sure. Uh, the good news was Cleveland uh, dropped another one yesterday. I, I still don't like the White Sox chances. I still think they're not making the postseason. But... They're making it a little more interesting than I felt they were last week when I declared them dead after that Diamondback series. That just broke my back. Are you buying buying the win one for Tony? 
uh, no. that people are floating. Like even Abreu brought it up in the post game yesterday. How you know we got to do this? So for Tony's Tony. the rallying point. Wow. Like it was it good enough to rally around him during the season? You know, previous to him leaving. I get. I mean, I guess you you, you know. Grab onto anything right now. I, yeah, look, I don't. I don't care what. I don't care what they're rallying around. If it works, it works. But I mean, you know, that that seems a little more uh, symbolic than anything. I said, watch, watch the Sox make the playoffs, and then Tony decides to come back and he's healthy again. Oh, oh you just you see what I'm doing with my head there, Jake? Don't, don't I'm, I'm going to put shaking. it out there because if it happens, I know, you know, I know. I know. Oh, boy. But I would think, look. If uh, Tony's taking care of himself, his doctors are taking care of him, he's sitting out, it's indefinite. If they make the playoffs, there's no way they're going to shake it up and he's going to show up again. No. Uh-uh. uh-uh. Sherry still owns the team, right, Mark? Yeah, I guess. I, well, I 19% mean, of it. You just, you, uh, the Sox fans are driving off the road right now. If, that, that was a hell of a scenario right there, Jake. <laughs> if, can you imagine? Coming from a Rangers fan. Thanks, Paul. I mean, what, I mean, can you I'm imagine? Bored now. <laughs> Yeah, can you imagine what happened? I mean, if, if you know, everyone wants him to be healthy. He's you know in his late seventies. You know, you know, we want him to be healthy. Do we want him to show up on the bench tomorrow? Not necessarily, because we know that's not good for his health. But what it is two, three weeks from now? I, I mean, I guess I guess I'm asking: Is is Tony managed his last game for the White Sox, or or is it just this season? Or under Jake Cantu's scenario? You know, on the eve of a, a playoff, I can't believe the if the White Sox were to to defy all odds and make the postseason, can you imagine Tony taking up his seat or standing at the end of the dugout again? And how does that work for no, him? No, no, absolutely not. Now, look, you declared them dead quite a few weeks ago. Yeah, last week ago. was my yes, my last week was my back breaking week with that Diamondback series. So, mm-hmm. if they. It, Yesterday was a very emotional, weird game, but if they're rallying around Tony and, you know, they're starting to hit home runs and this is, dare I say, a corner's being turned, I I can't even say that without just almost rolling my own eyes at myself because we've, we've looked for that point all season, right? So if this does turn out to be something... No, I do not think. I think they're going to roll with what they have for the rest of the way. Now, Tony well, might be I there like- back. You know, maybe maybe he's uh, you know behind the scenes consulting Cairo, which he's doing right now. I would imagine. But no, I do not well, think Miguel, he's at the top of the steps again in the uniform. No, I'd love to hear from White Sox fans. I mean, first of all, yeah. where's your confidence level? I the, and I said yesterday. Yeah, Mark, one step at you, a time, right? I said you had to sweep the series. It's not good enough. I mean, it, it, this is where you're at. It's just you need you need to start. Okay, so you have a three game win streak. You need to string a bunch of these together. You can't mm-hmm. do the win two drop. You know, no, lose no, two, no, no, no. Win no. two, lose one. I mean, you, yeah, you, you can't you do the, hit the accelerator. Uh, yeah, you can't run to stand still at 500. That's not no, going no, to work now. No. Nope. No, I mean, so if if in fact you've got your stuff together, and if in fact just having Miguel Cairo taking over and whatever energy or change he brings and. You know, he says he's managing by his gut more than the numbers, but he says the numbers, which, you know, baseball ops gives him. But Right. It was interesting and we know also. that he is talking to Tony. I mean, he said yeah, he was. He was consulting he said, Tony. Yeah. So he's, that he's, he's st- Tony's still an influence, yeah. You know, and Miguel was the, the director of the minor league system for the Yankees. 
And it was interesting when he was asked the other day, it was a natural question, you know, do you want to manage? I mean, is, is this something you would like to do? And he was like, he was really kind of noncommittal. It was like, it almost sounded like he could go back to a front office job and be just as content. It wasn't like this is something. You know, burning in his gut to to be the the number one guy in the dugout. Um, well, you know what? But don't you think the timing has something to do with the way he answered that? Yeah, I mean, he doesn't want to disrespect. That's Tony exactly and, right. That's that's the vibe I I would get from that. I mean, it's just a general question because he's he's still a relatively young man, and yeah. so I mean, is this something that you aspire to do at some point i mean you know now that you're doing it not not you're saying you know good luck tony we don't need you back but uh, you know maybe maybe he'd be be as content i I, I, i'm sure he'll have a different feeling or a different answer depending how this season turns out assuming he's going to be at the helm from here to the end of the season and that's a big assumption 312-332-3776 i love the question is tony done managing now that's just one question but yeah, more specifically, if the White Sox were to be able to turn it around and win the division, and that's a huge if, obviously, at this point. But last night, yeah, you know, we go game to game. There's something to be excited about us. White Sox fans keep getting pulled in. So if they they were to go to the playoffs and Tony was able to manage, would he step back in? I say no. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. And we still haven't heard from Rick Hahn. Have not. I'm not sure if we need to. I would like to, but certainly enough information is out there now. I mean, what is Rick going to say about Tony? He's going to say exactly what we already know. But it's weird that he did not come out to say that himself. Well, okay, so Tony flew back to Arizona for further tests with uh, Mayo Clinic, um, his own doctors, specialists, whomever. I assume that was going to be done sooner than later. It wasn't like Tony was going to go, you know, sit around the house for three or four days and, and schedule an appointment and that they, oh, we got an opening in three weeks. Uh, can you make uh, September 21st to 10 a.m.? We, we pitch in then. So that's a good question that, you know, do you think, I mean, shouldn't they know something by now in terms of results from whatever tests as we sit here on a Saturday? I would think that they would have fast-tracked that. But yeah. are they going to talk about that? If it is well, an I, issue, and I would imagine it's an issue, but again, the, as we talked about yesterday, this storyline is just has too many ironic possibilities, right? And to so, just consider I, it at face value, even though we want to, because you don't want to mess with anybody if they if they say they're sick, and uh, you know, obviously, you don't want to question that, but it's just so ironic. Yeah, but I mean, at some point, Rick Hahn. Look, he doesn't have to go into specifics about what Tony's actual diagnosis is. or But at some point, he has to say, give like a player, you have to give some sort of timeline, mm-hmm. right? I mean, yeah. there's no IL for the manager. Well, you, you, look, you don't have to. Or, you, hope, you hope you would hear that. But, you know, the White Sox operate in a different way. Well, and, and that, that, yeah, when your players find out by social media posting from this is what I'm saying. Twitter right, exactly. account yes. that the manager is not managing that night, I think you could probably do that a different way. You might just <laughs> yeah, I would imagine, in the clubhouse. Right. I would imagine somebody in the clubhouse says, uh, where's Tony? Hey, look yeah. at Twitter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow, that's breaking news. Thanks. Hey, do you follow the White Sox account over there, Bonnie? I just got some. <laughs> 
It's exactly right. And players learn to try to avoid that. So it looks like if they want to stay up on what's happening with their team, they have to be on Twitter. They have to be on the social media. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> anyway, I, I just um, look, look, at least they have a pulse these last few games. Um, but they need the, the three game win streak needs to be six or seven to get my attention again. Because if you win two out of three, it's better than losing the series. But it's it doesn't really put a dent in anything right here. Well, what's really amazing before we hit break, Brian, is the fact that we did start the game with Joe Kelly. It did not look good. Davis Martin came in. I mean, we pitched just about everybody. Mm-hmm. But our in 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 months past, that was a recipe for disaster because the offense would not show up. Hey, yesterday the, the offense showed up. And covered for all of that. That's what I'm saying. And this is why it's different. Now, it's a game-by-game proposition, obviously. But that is what happened yesterday that's much different than what has been happening consistently. And one game doesn't mean three games. But we we have Dylan Cease today pitching. That's about uh, him and Cueto give us the best chances to win from a pitching perspective. Now, if the offense shows up like it did yesterday... That's the best case scenario for another game one. Hey, you know, Grandal went down on the rehab assignment and he was doing pretty well down in Charlotte. And a lot of people are like, you know, who cares? Stay what down does that there. really mean? Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. But you know what? If he starts actually putting putting some games together here offensively, yep. I mean, he can't salvage the season. But he might go a long way in helping you claw back into the. It's it's never too late, Yasmani. It's never too late. Thank you for that home run yesterday. I was yeah. uh, I was amazed. I was amazed pleasantly. Three Did he one get two the three. Ball? Yep. Yeah, that he hit the ball and he hit it over the right field fence from I the mean, right hand side. Did they give it to him? Did the fans give it back to him so he <laughs> yeah. could put it in the trophy yeah, case? Right. Uh, I'm thinking no. No. I'm thinking no. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Back to take your calls. We're talking White Sox baseball here on ESPN one thousand. Welcome back to Xander and Hanley on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. And what we really have is a bases loaded. Jose Abreu, one out situation with the Sox, a chance to win the ball game. Hit wins it. Here's the pitch by Lopez to Abreu. It's up and in. It got him. He's headed to first, and the White Sox win it. Jose Abreu got hit on the hand by Jorge Lopez after he hit Andrew Vaughn to load the bases. Home comes Romy Gonzalez. The White Sox win it. Abreu's running around the bases. His teammates are chasing him. I'm not dead. (laughs) Not quite dead. Not dead yet. You know, that's a great song. By the bad examples from Chicago. We have to yeah. find that. Not dead yet. I'm going to find that. And if they win today, we have to play that tomorrow. And we have to play the Monty Python thing backwards. Are they getting better? I'm getting better. I'm no, get, well, well, I don't know. I don't know. It seems to be. Last night was a lot of fun. What we just heard there was obviously, you know, we thought he got hit by a pitch. I didn't realize that was reviewable. But... Yeah, you know that doesn't happen very often. Turns out that the uh, the end of the bat, the uh, the butt of the bat, the ball hit that, not Abreu's hand. So they had to put the fireworks back in their launchers, and they had to put everything back. And then they had uh, Abreu up, and then he hit one down uh, the middle, which Lopez, the pitcher, got a piece of, slowed it down, and he pretty much prevented his own double play from happening. Yep. Jose beat it out at first. That was the walk off, and that was it. And uh, Lopez, you know, it's so great hearing Stoney just rip these pitchers, and he's right. Lopez is uh, Lopez is punching the ground. 
with his pitching hand. And was it, it Shane, was it, uh, uh, it's not Shane Bieber, who was it? No, Plesak. Uh, Plesak broke his hand punching something after a bad outing. And yeah, Stone's yeah. like, what is with these people? Which is obvious. We're all wondering, why would, is it like if you play piano for the uh, orchestra, uh, you know, a, symphony? a symphony? Are are you going to start punching things? And what what is wrong with people? That's your moneymaker. Yeah, I was going to say, you got to protect the moneymaker. You know, there are a lot of other ways to show your frustration. Kick or, something if you're using yeah. your hands. Unless you're a punter. Or a well, and then punch yeah. something if yeah. you're using your feet. <laughs> I mean, there are options, Brian. Well, the the only option for the White Sox is to go ahead and take care of the Twins today and tomorrow, and uh, and keep this thing going. But you know, I don't know if if Sox fans are paying attention. If they've given up, I know the Peggy and Dion, you know, put it in. It's like a a relationship. It's like a bad breakup. Yeah, right. It, it's you that know. roller coaster breakup. They push pull. Yeah. Okay, I'll take you back. Oh no, no, I remember why we broke up the first time. No, I'm done with you. Oh, Oh, I miss you. I miss you. I miss you. Now we're done. Yeah, Yeah, it's the push pull. We've got James and Gurney wants to jump on and talk about the White Sox. He might have this figured out. Hey, James, we're winning. Why are we winning? Great. I think. I think it's. I mean, to state the obvious, I don't think this team was built on defense and speed. I mean, I've been watching baseball a long time, so. What what can what can cover up defensive efficiencies? Home runs. So yep. let's just look at let's just look at Abreu, Yads, even we'll throw Mancada, Jimenez, and even a robber in there. Let's just say they're all on the light side. You twelve to fifteen. You're looking at for a bad season for Abreu it'll be fifteen to eighteen and even even Jimenez would be twenty, twenty two on the low side. Mm-hmm. Look what happens when they hit home runs. I know it's stating the obvious, but this team was built to hit home runs for whatever reason or just not hitting them, but you hit home runs in the last three days, what happens? It you helps. So this yeah. this team is built to hit home runs. Just like the Atlanta Braves coach said last week, something about, hey, I ain't too worried about defense. I just want to hit a bunch of home runs. And So I think the game's changing a little bit and evolving, but, that, man, I'm not a huge Sox fan. I'm more of a Cubs fan, but I'm not a hater. I just They're frustrating as heck to watch. That's for sure, <laughs> man. Sure. I just can't, yeah. They can't seem to take it. But having said that, if this team, for whatever reason, can start hitting some home runs over the next few weeks, they, they have a shot, but are they really going to be that competitive inside of the playoffs? So that's kind of stating the obvious. But well, it's one step at a time, right? If we built, can, yeah. yeah, it's one step. Thank you, James. It's one step at a time. If, the, if they can get to the playoffs, then we'll have to worry about how they adjust for trying to beat teams in the playoffs. But we have to get there first. We were supposed to be a shoe-in. We're not a shoe-in. We're starting to hit home runs. Home runs covers up a lot of other deficiencies. Home runs matter. Ball goes far. Team goes far. And if memory serves, Mark, during the five-game win streak, they also had the leadership meeting, players-only meeting the other day. But if uh, I believe they were hitting the ball out of the ballpark during that five-game win streak as well. So coincidence? I don't know. Right. It just seems to be that, that that helps. Yeah, in this meeting, allegedly did not include anybody from management. Now that first meeting did include Tony, right? As we mm-hmm. understand, and right. and I like this idea. Now I heard Ozzy on the pregame say he doesn't like team meetings, and you know, look, I don't care what you do for a living. Tell me somebody who loves meetings. Except for the people who get paid to throw meetings. Right. So nobody likes meetings. We get that. But when it's time, when the rubber meets the road and you have to meet with your uh, your fellow players and no managers, no coaches, no anything in there, you get to air it out. There's nothing wrong with that. 
You're holding everybody else. Everybody's holding each other accountable. That pulls you together. Now, Cairo last night, Miguel Cairo, the acting manager, or are, is he acting? Is he? No, he's not interim. He's acting. Acting, yeah. Okay, acting because manager. interim means that you get the wins and losses. Right now, Tony gets the wins and losses right. because he's acting. The whole idea, and he was funny. In the post game, he's like, I didn't know I wasn't supposed to argue that we we're getting warnings because the, um, you know, points at each bench, like, oh, you're both warned. Okay. And uh, I guess Miguel, uh, you know, he, he argued that and he got tossed out. He's got some emotion. He's got some passion. He's got some fire. Now we know we've seen Tony do the fast walk out to the mound after, or the I, I, to strut. home plate. Yeah, the senior strut out to uh, home plate with Winnebago got hit in the head last year. I'm not saying Tony doesn't, but Cairo seems to. He's a younger man. He seems to have a little more energy. You know, Lance Lynn led him, led the whole bench. Uh, I don't agree with it. But that kind of gets a team fired up, just like fighting in hockey gets a team fired up, or at least you hope it does. Yeah, I mean, look, that's the emotion part. That that there was a whole list of things we said the White Sox had issues. You know, if you look at the Sox issues, it was no walks, no home runs, mm-hmm. you know, poor fielding, lacking poor emotion, running, lacking emotion. Yep. Certainly, that they kept talking about how they had a sense of urgency and they were aware that they had to get going and. And it, but they it didn't sound, feel it at the time. No, it sounded like let's. Yep. Sound like this is what we're supposed to say, and 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 the, during that leadership council meeting, however, uh, you know, Bray basically said, you know, that um, we we all thought we were just going to roll out into the season after winning ninety three games last year, and we we're going to be as good, at, uh, but even better, right? I mean, it was just like too many guys took things for granted that they were just going to. Forget about the playoff. What cracks me year. up about that is that, uh, you know, it took them so long to realize that's, that's not exactly what's happening. Exactly. I mean, you shouldn't take three months into the season <laughs> no. and say, hey, wait a minute. We've been uh, 100 here for about nine weeks. You know, maybe we need to talk about this or do something about it better. 312-332-3776. Still have that question floating out there. Did Tony manage his last game for the White Sox? Or more specifically, if... Big if they make the playoffs and Tony's able to manage again, does he come back to take over the team in the playoffs? I say no, but again, we've seen some crazy things this year, including well, what me, happened last night. Well, again, how do feel about, I mean, is it up, is it up to Tony? Is it up to Rick Hahn? I mean, if things are going swimmingly because you're near now in the playoffs and, you know, no, a lot of us didn't think that was going to happen. And I still don't believe it will. But if it did and then on the eve of the playoffs, Tony says, I'm back, you know, let's go. Let's go get him. Well, that's assuming that's assuming that, you know, everything is uh, under his control. We don't know that. And again, the ironic right is Jerry, Jerry promised him this job and to make up for, you know, decades old, uh, a wrong, right or wrong from Right when he was the GM, so does Jerry? Did you know someone have to talk some sense into Jerry and say, "Well, wait a minute, you know, God bless Tony. He left to took care of himself, but Miguel Cairo got the team playing a hell of a lot better to the point we're now a playoff team. So we need to have a little conversation about changing, going back to to what we had here when we were, you know, still in third place." I would like to think that uh, Rick Hahn and Keddie Williams and Jerry as well would realize that if it is uh, Tony's health in question and he has to step away, nothing's going to happen magically that's going to make him all of a sudden ready for the grind again. That's why I say he's done. 
Yeah, I, I, look, it's a grind. Anyone who is on a team covers the team. You're, you know, the the constant travel, night games followed by day games. Well, you made a great point yesterday as a uh, spending years as a writer. You, what you said to me yesterday really resonates. Like even when you're at home, you live out of a suitcase. You do. And it's I a mean, pain in the ass living out of a suitcase when you're on the road. And then when you have to do that at home because you're about to leave all the time, that's a grind. I don't care if you're 25, easier than when you're 35 and then 45 and 55, let alone 77. Look, and they, they, they charter and it's all first class meals and, you know, the bus is waiting for them right outside the clubhouse door. And that's all, you know, it's not like they're going to O'Hare and parking and, you know, going through security lines that take for two hours. Like but us normal said, people. But that said, after a night game and it's getaway day or even if it's an afternoon game, you're hustling to get that bus to get on the plane. And you might if there's a delay on your charter flight, which happens, I mean, you might get to the hotel at two in the morning or three in the morning. Yep. yep. And and for anyone of any age that can grind on you. But for anyone who's into their 70s, I don't care what kind of shape you're in. You're going to feel it that much more than a, someone 27 would feel it. Absolutely. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. A couple of polls that we want to set up for you. Uh, before we take a break and come back and grab some calls, Mike's on the line, so is Owen here on ESPN 1000. FanDuel, current odds to win the division. AL Central, which team are you betting? Cleveland at minus 135. Minnesota, plus 210. White Sox, plus 410. Do we know what the odds were yesterday before yes, uh, the game? No, I just looked at Okay, uh, okay. I, I'm, I'm just interested to see yeah. a one-game swing, how much it's messing with the odds for the White Sox. Probably not as much as I'd hoped. Well, I, can, I can give you uh, the, the baseball reference playoff change in one day. Okay, what, uh, what is that? Uh, Chicago White Sox, yesterday, they were 9.8% mm-hmm. chance of being a postseason team. Today, 14.8%. Okay, so about a five-point jump. Okay. Five-point jump. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Back to take your phone calls, and we've got uh, another poll that we'll set up that involves the NFL. Of course, we're going to talk Bears. Lots going on at Hallis Hall. This is ESPN One Thousand. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitter at ESPN One Thousand. This is Xander and Hanley on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. You can watch us on Twitch. Anytime. Twitch.tv backslash ESPN 1000 Chicago. Catch us on the app or the the free, awesome ESPN Chicago app or 100.3 HD2. All right, Brian, talking about the uh, White Sox yesterday, we have uh, Owen, our friend Owen, who likes to check in with us every week. And I had to laugh out loud because Jake must have gotten this wrong because it says discuss what he likes about this team. Owen. Are you okay? Did Jake hey, get guys, that wrong? <laughs> no, he didn't. Actually, what I do like, and the change that I like, okay. is the fact that I'll give on credit. He went out and got Elvis Andrews, who's a guy that's been on a couple World Series games. Mm-hmm. He knows how to play the game. You know, he'll steal. He'll take the extra base. He'll go to the other way. And then you've got Romy Gonzalez, who's been through some adversity. That's a grinder. And if you notice, our third baseman that has done nothing in the last year and a half, it's been out when this change has happened with Larusa, and and no offense to Roberts, but Roberts has been playing a little bit lackadaisical. Now we got some guys that are grinders that want to compete. I'm not saying they're going to get us to where we need to go, but at least they're fun to watch. Yeah, 
that are guys that are playing hard. And and I don't know if that's still by Cairo with the absence of Larusa, but I think it's the guys that are on the field that are also making the difference. And and having those guys, I think, has maybe sparked this team a little bit. Um, and and obviously the other guy is Vaughn. Vaughn gets hit. He's been driving in runs. The guy's been consistent. Yeah, he has. So been. you know maybe. Maybe maybe they've sparked a little life in this team with those changes. I mean, you know, sometimes injuries can set a team back. I think some of the injuries that they've had might not set the team back. I think it might help them. Well, uh, thanks for the call, Owen. You're not wrong. I, I, I totally agree with Owen on, on both of those cases. I'm very pleased with Elvis Andrews because this guy, as Steve Stone said, and I couldn't agree with him more, his baseball IQ is sky high. Uh, you know, he's not a youngster anymore, but he still knows how to play the game. And when you play smart, a lot of times that takes over, Brian, for what you might have lost when you're 15 years into your career, right? You play smart, you know how to do it. And R- Romy Gonzalez, I really like this kid. Like, okay, let's make him second base next year. I may be a little premature. I may be just really, 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 really wanting to see something impress me. But Romy Gonzalez, I, I like this kid a lot. Yeah, uh, uh, Owen and you are uh, spot on. I was going to talk about Elvis Andrews, too. And, you know, Owen's uh, he's in the middle of everything lately, right? Yeah. Both offensively, defensively, on the base pass. Smart guy on the base pass. Uh, what he did with that double play yesterday, making that ex- that very quick decision to throw to first and then get back to second to make yep. the tag. Fabulous. Uh, that baseball IQ, like I said. And he was a hell of a player. He's always been. And he was great when he was younger. He's a little older now, so he's not as fast. He's not as, you know, hitting as many home runs, although he's hit a home run recently. But he, but that baseball IQ keeps him, you know, really on the field leading this team in a lot of different ways. He's not the leader per se, but boy, this, this guy is showing other youngsters how to play. But right? he got stashed too at the ace. Like he was still making those plays. It's just the fact that he was on right. the ace, right? Now you, you growing up a, a Rangers fan, you must really have uh, uh, great recollections of Andrews. Oh yeah, he's always been able. I mean, his talent, right? You you pl- pl- plug him in, and I think in 2010-09, and he yeah. was part of those first two, yep. or the only birth in twenty ten of the World Series, and then the second loss that we all know of, and he was he was clutch there. Yeah. Now you go a couple years later. This is where my concern with Elvis was, and this is going down the line, and a, another. Uh, another path, but in the playoffs, he has a, a big, long resume of choking. Well, yeah, one step at a time. Yeah, we'll take it one game <laughs> take at, one a step at a time. Well, yeah, you know Good what? Luck. When we get to the playoffs, I promise we're going to talk about that. Those issues are there, though. But yeah. he he is flashy, and he will get those plays done when he's not under the pressure of the playoffs. So, were you were you happy when we signed him? I mean, or was this kind of like a? Uh, I you was know. I was happy for him in general. Okay, just because you know he's one of those guys, right? We see all the time of trying to make it. He's trying to get You're that rooting other for him because he's a good guy. And and he was there twice and was not able to get right. his ring. Okay. And even though he was so young too, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of guys want to come back and, and, and relive that again because right. you know that young experience is uh, they don't take it all in. But uh, yeah, he I thought it was a great signing with the Sox, and he's doing exactly what you know he, he did for Texas and what he did for, for Oakland. And again, it was just. You were kind of hidden in, in, a, in a last place team with the A's. Yeah, you know, Brian uh, T. A. the quote unquote leader, which I'm I haven't bought all season. No, I'm with but you. when he comes back, 
I mean, I'm sorry, but Andrews is more solid in the field and 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 less oh of a, uh, a a bit of drama than Ta is. I, I I I'm not disagreeing with with what you just said. I just can't imagine. No, I I know, tell, I know, I know, I know. I said Tim something Anderson. that's shocking, that's obvious, yet not going to happen because it's Ta. But well, you have to I consider mean, that. I mean, are you really, uh, Tim? Take a seat over here and <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you just observe for a little bit because this guy's been working on how to be well how to be a pro and less of a. a, a dramatic bit of a head case what's more likely they bench tim anderson when he's healthy enough to come back or tony shows up that's what i'm saying you know three one two three three two three seven seven six these topics just are creating themselves is tony just says miguel take a seat i'm back thanks warm and getting the team warm and we're ready to go and speaking of the a's there's an update uh, on the uh the couple that was up in the 300 level they were arrested, right? They, we talked about the yesterday. I, I, no, the the police released. Um, oh, they released them. Security photos of them leaving the um, the stadium, and the guy was rocking a Cure the Cure a t shirt concert shirt, and people, of course, on Twitter were all you know. Was he wearing eye him. makeup too? Well, no, she was tatted up. He was long haired. Um, you know, looked like his he, shirt he, might. I have a feeling that is are, that is one people, of the people are saying almost heaven. You know, they were coming up with right, cure songs, right. yeah. Uh, and then some people went up to the the seats, you know, where they uh, had their little um, moment of ecstasy, and they're like, you know, holding signs, "Keep your head in the game." Um, I mean, you've got a whole list of stuff. Yeah, it, it it was you know this is how about in between days? Oh, it's just yeah, yeah there, love there song. Was, That's perfect yeah. for them. That's probably <laughs> what he was saying to her. Oh boy, he, I mean, was, he was wearing that shirt. Ironically, I bet you that's a situation where this guy doesn't even know what the cure is. He just thought, oh, that's a cool shirt. He no, he was old enough to know what the cure is. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. You saw the picture of him. I did. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I'll try to find it again so I can direct people toward it. But um, so. Th- the police are really putting they want to arrest them and love and, cats love cats perfect <laughs> i mean like okay i mean i get you if you, you you well they did catch him in the act but they didn't actually catch him i mean you know everyone saw it but you're going to put him in jail for that i, I just I, yeah. okay I, the most obvious let's go to bed yeah well that's that, a cure tune they would have been better off because now they're, they're on the lamb um yeah he was, uh, yeah, he was stroking her hair while she was. Oh, get, that's cute. Getting busy. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, and nothing says love like let's go to the baseball game and I'm wearing my best cure shirt. And yeah, let's see where yeah. it goes. Yeah, let's go up to the uh, upper level where nobody is. Oh, wait a minute! Somebody f- took a picture of us. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. It's not safe anywhere but your own bedroom. Keep it there, please, people. I, obviously, if if I saw that. And I was at a baseball game. I would not be happy. That's not why it showed up at a baseball game. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Do we have uh, any updates on the Toronto people? Uh, I don't know. We'll we'll get right on that. We'll get what right on concert shirt. Was he wearing or? Uh, I don't know. Probably Rush. From, no, Rush, <laughs> Canada or yeah, Triumph. Go, eh? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> either one of the uh, Canadian rock trios, Rush <laughs> or Triumph. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Is Tony coming back? Is, are we going to see him manage again? We've got Mike online uh, on the line. We will get to him when we get back. And um, yeah, I mean, we can have a little fun with this whole uh, what happens to T.A. with Elvis. Does Elvis 
Wait, yeah, how, how do we fit Elvis in? I mean, he can play other positions, right? Yeah. I, I mean, it was yeah, very well, rare. Yeah. Okay. Like, I think he could switch to third, but it was one of those things, right, where a lot of shortstops don't want to move. Well, I think Elvis is at the uh, point of his career where it's like, I will help wherever. And if yeah. T.A. comes back and Mankata's still iffy, that's exactly where you put him and keep Romy and Josh bouncing in and out of when, uh, when, the lineup at second base. When you say Yohan uh, is iffy, I mean iffy health-wise or just iffy like he's been this season? Uh, both. Okay. Both. All of it. Yeah. 312-332-376. 3776. We're back after this. Welcome back to Xander and Hanley. On ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Xander and Hanley on a beautiful Saturday afternoon. White Sox taking on the Twins again at the uh, guaranteed rate field today. 610 is the pitch. Uh, first pitch, I should say. Dylan Cease on the mound. That gives us a hell of a shot after yesterday. The offense showed up after starting Joe Kelly, which, wow. I was hoping it would work out better than I thought it would, and it didn't at all. But thankfully, the offense covered that up, right? Yeah, I, yeah that, that first inning you're going Well, when you hear that, it's almost like, oh, they must know something we don't know. No, not at no. all. I just got to switch it up. Okay, well. Well, they won. That's all it matters. Well, they, they got them out. They got them out in time, which yeah. which is part of it too. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Mike in New Buffalo wants to jump in and talk White Sox. Hey, good Mike. morning or good afternoon, good to afternoon. me and Brian. Love the show, Thanks. and uh, it's a great way to uh, get all the fan base that listens to vent a little bit. <laughs> so you guys covered a lot that. of pro- uh, topics in the last half hour or so, including Tony. I think. One of the things that would give the Sox a little bit of a, a, an escape, if that's the right word, if they don't want to keep him, on, if they make the playoffs, is if they continue to improve maybe on some of the defense, which, you know, a little practice goes a long way. You know, those extra base, like when we, I went to some of the uh, Royal games, and, you know, those hits to the outfield, the guys were flying towards and making a single into a double. Yes. I mean, you would think you could button that up, and some of the throws that they make, are, you know, which would look like the team is actually doing a little bit better uh, on the basics that a major league, you know, player should probably be able to uh, excel at. And that, I mean, in that way, if they could say, well, you know, they've really picked up, and maybe Tony could, you know, they could segue him up to be president of operations or whatever. But that was that was just one comment on Tony. The other thing that I I keep looking at is Grandal is so slow. Probably everybody on the line here, we might be able to beat him in a race. And um, uh, I was just wondering, like, why when it gets into the like maybe the seventh or eighth inning, and he's on second base. We know he's not going to score on a single. Um, why aren't they pulling him? And, you know, we've got you we've know, Zavala, and yeah. that aren't playing. Right. Put Joe Kelly in there to let him run if he can't get anybody out. And then <laughs> uh, I agree with you guys on the Elvis. When T.A. comes back, um, uh, it, I think it's really important that he stays in the lineup somewhere, either third base or I don't know if he could ever play second, even though everybody seems to be high on Romy. And um, I, I just... You know, I, I bought my first season tickets 
like when I was just out of school, when they made the All-Star Game in 1983. Wow. And um, ever since then, there's been a lot of uh, scars. So I, I, I think you guys are doing a great job on the show, and I'm just like venting here but i love well, listening no, anytime man. yeah anytime we're here for you thank you mike we we appreciate that phone call yeah keeping elvis in the lineup i think is key his leadership his uh watch what i do watch how i play the game smart uh, i think uh, as as he, mike said you know buttoning things up defensively if they're able to do that while the offense is starting to come alive and they can maintain that i think we're gonna naturally win a lot of games and that would in fact, you know, show a turnaround. And, and again, if you bring, if for some miracle, we make the playoffs and Tony's ready to coach again, that's exactly why you can't bring him in. I mean, this, this kind of changed. And again, if you have that type of health issue that necessitates on a day where you seem like you're ready and then all of a sudden you get a phone call and then you disappear... That seems to be serious. So if it's as serious as it seems, that's really unlikely that he would show up again and say, ah, I'm good, I'm ready, I've had the rest, let's go. Yeah, I mean, it seems like you know that scenario couldn't possibly play out, but this whole season has played out like it's I weird. wouldn't have expected. The right? whole so, thing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Mike makes, yeah, he's a season ticket holder since 83. God bless him. Uh, uh, so that's basically, I got out of school in 82, so he's roughly my age. And a, a friend of mine from that I went to school with at Marquette, Rich Krupa, texted me during the Sox game before the, the last loss, right? Before the, and he's like, usually, you know, they break my heart every year. The White Sox do because he's diehard. He said this year they've ripped out my heart and they're stomping on it. And I'm, I just texted back, as a Cubs fan, I can empathize. I mean, who are you talking to? I got a World Series, you know, one time in 102 years. It's like, and now I'm in a rebuild again. So it's it, it, there's plenty of pain on both sides. Of yeah, town. it's tough being a baseball, a Chicago baseball fan. It's tough. It's not easy in recent years. And uh, to different degrees on the north side and the south side. But the north side, uh, the pressure's off. They're having fun. It's exciting baseball. It's been kind of, you know, uh, slightly exciting on the south side past couple of games the home runs and uh you know the wins obviously uh, we made up some ground yesterday as we beat the twins and we're trying to gain ground on them and the mm-hmm. guardians lost as well so you know they're just every it's that roller coaster relationship it's that push push pull every time you think you're out they pull you back in and believe me in minnesota they're uh, they're not exactly confident the Twins are going to be. Well, Buxton is out. Uh, you know, I, I, I forgot how many players they had that were out. So they're suffering the injury bug, too. So it's not unique to the White Sox. It's, it's as uh, one caller said uh, recently, um, I can't remember who it was that joined us on the program. It's how you respond to injuries. Injuries happen. How do you respond? Does Romy Gonzalez come up and show them that he could be an everyday player? Well, I mean, how that's how you, you respond. You want to talk about injuries? Aaron Boone, you know, the, the go-to-hell Yankees in June, um, and their 15-game lead is down to, what, four, five games? Yep. The, to, uh, to Tampa, Tampa. Bay, yeah. yeah. So they, Tampa's all of a sudden, you know, been winning 9 of 11. But not only the Yankees losing, but they lost 9 to nothing last night. And, and they're looking bad. Oh, I mean, he said, if that's yeah, it's embarrassing, you better get pissed off and all this stuff. But... And then he said, of course, we've been hurt. Well, no one wants to hear that when you were 
you know, everyone had you penciled in or inked into the World Series back in June. So they, I, you know, they they still are going to be a playoff team. I mean, and I, I can't imagine this collapse goes on another three weeks. You want to talk but it about could. Yeah, you want to talk about writing your baseball legacy, Aaron Boone, if it does? Wow. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that would be one hell of a story. We think we have, uh, you know, very unfortunate drama on the south side here. Put the Yankees to fall that hard? Oh. That's, yeah, that's uh, crazy. 312-332-3776. Uh, we're going to move on to, uh, Jake, where are we going next, buddy? Do some bulls. You want to do big, some bulls? Yeah, okay, big. we got some uh, We got some Monza news. We have some news. audio. Yeah, we cover that, and uh, we'll certainly get to the Bears. We're here until 3.30 this afternoon, uh, and that's when we uh, meet up with um, Connor McKnight for White Sox Weekly here on ESPN 1000. We'll be right back in two.